Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio and then edited into a podcast and made it a podcast. That's the full traceability of this podcast. Um, so here's what we did earlier on. You know, we've, we've edited out the songs because we don't have to pay for them. We've edited out the adverts because they wouldn't pay for us. So basically, here's the links from the radio show earlier today. And welcome along. How was your weekend? Me? I'm glad you asked. I broke a toe. Stubbed it on a, the Rory's little high chair. The legs go out wider than I thought, stubbed it, and it's, oh, bruised like bad fruit. It's, so I'm hobbling around. Which means, on the plus side, no more boring stories about me going running for four to eight weeks. So that's, that's a thing. Um, also on the show, yes, that will get mentioned, of course it will. Also on the show, we will be talking about what's happening in our airports. We won't be talking about the story of uh, KFC saying they're running out of chicken, because I don't want to know what's in there anymore. Still got a wing. I don't know what I'm chewing on. The pigeon problem around it has got better. And um, we will be talking about how to get clean. We won't be talking, what else? Hosepipe bands, because they're just annoying me now. Many things on the show, many things not on the show. I bring you news of the future. According to experts, households will be ultrasonically clean in the future. Ultrasound will be used to blast clothes clean by 2050. Well, not going to be around for long, but... Um, futurologist Dr. James Bellini also predicts that households are likely to be using drones to fill their fridges. Oh! But the idea of using ultrasound, they do it on Star Trek, don't they? They have sonic showers. Didn't really understand how that was meant to work. You know what I mean? But apparently if you can use sound to shake the dirt off things. What I like about this is that I could help you out, couldn't I? they can make a sound that gets you clean i could play it twice an hour just to you know sort out some people on days when i have to use the train rather than drive i'd play it a lot more Do you know what I mean? oh why is steve playing that cleaning sound a lot he doesn't have to sniff armpits when he makes his way into stratford again i suppose if i were to play you songs to get cleaner what have we got um wash your face in my sink bit of a 90s reference car wash I mean, that wouldn't help your clothes. Well, no, it could if you stood on the wrong part. I could play that song from um, um, The Little Mermaid, Under the Sea. Not just because that's where all the water is, because there's also Ariel added. Hey, come on. <laughs> um, if you have any more, I'm sure you have. The songs that would get you clean, tweet at time1075 underscore fm. Uh, welcome along to the show where we keep you up to date with all of the news that you need to know and the bits that you don't as well. For example, do you, and you must have spotted this story recently, that there's a trend which started on TikTok like all of the bad things. And if you want to track me down on TikTok, at Mr. Stephen Allen, same username, some videos on there. But because of some people made a TikTok telling people that if you pretend you need a wheelchair, you can get to the front of these huge queues that we're seeing in our airports. Oh, disgraceful. Also, doesn't it only works if you're the only one who knows this scam, isn't it? Because if everyone knows it, everyone turns up and needs a wheelchair, you'll have to form a massive queue for it. You're back in a massive queue! Plus, it's despicable behaviour. I mean, I still feel guilty about parking in parent and child bays, even though I now have a child. Just for so many years, I parked in those bays only if I was desperate. I used to put a baby on board sign in the back window and then you can kind of get away with it. Because no one ever checks. That's the only time anyone ever checked. Someone said, excuse me, where's your baby? And I just went, <gasps> and then ran back into the shop. So <laughs> that didn't happen. Calm down, that didn't happen. But 
The idea that there'd be an aeroplane full of that many people claiming to need a wheelchair just doesn't seem statistically possible, does it? Unless that flight is going to Lourdes. You know whether you go for a swim and get cured? That's the only one that should be so full like that. Given that in the future sound will be washing our clothes, what sound should I play to clean your clothes for you? feel like I've had a demotion there somehow, but um... James says, anything by Clean Bandit? Ting! Put that on the list. I've just realised, I just said that we clean, we're playing pink soon. That's almost the opposite, isn't it? That's like the, uh... No, 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 it, isn't, it is in keeping. It's still it bang, is it? Trust pink, forget stains. I won't be playing anything by stains if they're a band. Um, Laura gets in touch and says, Liam Gallagher had a song called Bold. Is that off the back of my aerial joke? Could be here all day, couldn't it? You know, we've got a lot of problems going abroad. This, that's a given. We've covered that earlier on the show. It's one of the topics that we've known about for ages. So in theory... Previously, in the week... It's difficult to... Not this week, though. We've only just started. It's difficult to go abroad. There have been queues down at Dover, the airports, nightmare. So the staycation was talked about a lot. And I still think it's a horrible word. Because firstly, it's derived from vacation, which is how the Americans say it. We're not Americans. We use this language properly. And why don't we call them holly stays? Holiday, holly stays. So the idea of going on your holidays was um, was banded around a bit. But apparently now, due to the petrol price, people are cancelling their holidays. Not even going on holiday in the UK. So here's my theory. If you have to stay at home, why not still holiday at home? That's not been outpriced yet. You just have to do a few things to make it seem like you're actually abroad. Get more people around you smoking. That seems to happen when you go to the continent. Um, or if you're thinking about a holiday, you could still do things to make your home feel more like a hotel. Put up little signs implying that you shouldn't have your towels cleaned. Do you do that? Make, make you feel bad if you have clean towels because of the environment. Put some signs up doing that. Um, little chocolate by the side of a bed. That's weird, isn't it? I'm not sure why they do that. The one place I'm not going to be eating chocolate. And then the best thing, if you want to really have the feeling of going on holiday to recreate the airport vibe, get yourself a bottle of water and then just throw another three quid away. Just so you match the price. And soon, your holidays will feel just as good as the real thing. So, I'd like to keep you up to date. We've done loads of different news. And entertainment news still needs to be topped off. So, for that... We're lucky we are in the fortunate situation that this show has a correspondent. I know, where does the budget go? To find out more about the latest in the world of entertainment news, we're joined by Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? TV host Greg Wallace once burst into tears on MasterChef when he tasted a dessert. That bad, was it? Maybe I could go on that show after all, if that's the standard. No, he cried because the dessert reminded him of his grandmother. A crusty old tart. Stevie! What? No, sorry, I was just looking on the website, the MasterChef recipes. What were you saying again? A dessert reminded Greg Wallace of his grand. Sweet but fruity. Stevie! Sorry, no, I was just reading this recipe again. Sorry, you were saying? The dessert reminded Greg of his grand because it tasted like she'd made it. Ah, like it had gone dry over decades. Yeah. Good to know. Listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. 
Um, just wishing our best to Joe Biden again, because we covered it earlier <laughs> and previously on the show um, when we were talking about how Joe Biden tested positive for COVID. Thankfully, things are all heading in the right direction. Although it is weird that he's tested positive a second time, nine days after he had the first one, and now he says he's got no symptoms. He's tested positive for it again. He says in the news that it's rebound positivity. But no idea what that is, but it seems that he's, he's back at work, even though he tested positive for it. Then again, I suppose, given the recent ratings and approval ratings and polling that they've done for Biden, this is the most positive thing he's going to hear for a while. So I probably didn't want to take that away from him. I will admit that I nearly kept this story for podcast-only material because it's a little bit fruity, a little bit rude, but I think we'll get away with it. We'll see. What's that? Offcom's online one. Make them hold for a while. Um, women who take a size B bra cup are the most likely to be unfaithful. And apparently 42% of cheaters do so in lingerie they bought from M&S. This is according to a dating website. Now, two pieces of information there. One is useful and one's not. <laughs> that 42% of cheaters do so in lingerie bought from M&S. You can't go and check though, can you? I mean, I suppose you can't go and check the cup size either. Well, you know, but the point is with 42%, that means that 58% don't. So if your partner doesn't have underwear from Marks and Spencer, they're more likely to cheat. I do. The other bit, though, is quite interesting that that's the cup size most linked to uh, infidelity. Not sure why. It's probably a, that sweet spot between availability and options. You know what I mean? Gets enough invites and has the energy to get off the sofa. That kind of sweet spot on the graph. It's... But anyway, it's good to know, isn't it? Just keep an eye out and... Uh... I don't finish the sentence. You know, we're all thinking it, but we don't say it. Uh, thank you to Martin, who pointed out that I'm, I started the show mentioning that I've broken a toe and we've not had me go on about it all day. No, you're right. I do think that's strange. Because when we're used to the earlier version of this afternoon show, I once spilt a coffee on my hand and got two hours out of that. But he says, how's the foot? It's the little toe, which I banged. And now it's not the littlest one anymore. Put it that way. So maybe I'll never walk properly again. Then again, I was not really doing it that well beforehand. Or maybe I'm the next step forward in human evolution. Got a big toe on the outside. Probably more stable. In a not falling over left or right way. Not in another way, let's be honest. That's your podcast done. Thank you for taking part in whatever this listening event has been. Subscribe for more. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.